Laser Eyes, and another million dollar NFT. I'm Ryan, that's Brian, and these are your investment headlines from the past seven days. Headline number one Laser Eyes Flood Twitter. So, this uh, was a thing, I don't know if you've been on, you're not on Twitter too much, Brian, right? Nah. Yeah, but on Twitter... Not, not for me. Okay, well, this has become a thing where people are changing their profile pictures to have what look like laser eyes, or their eyes are glowing lasers. And <laughs> this is all to support a movement with a hashtag of... Uh, where's the hashtag? Hashtag laser ray until 100K. And the idea is that everyone should be coming together and be laser-focused on Bitcoin reaching $100,000. And so to show support of this movement, people are changing their profile pictures. So, of course, Elon Musk changed his. You had some um, senators and some you know representatives who support crypto changing their profile picture to have laser eyes. Um, it's just a, it was a whole movement, you know, and... Uh, and uh, it, it it was it was working well. The Bitcoin almost got to sixty thousand, and and then we had this pullback this last uh, couple of days. And um, I don't know, people's laser eyes are starting to disappear. How can you like? How can you focus on that? Like you just think it into existence, you know? Like yeah. how does that work? Yeah, Brian. If enough people want it, then it's going to happen, right? Yeah, it's like the power of your subconscious mind. <laughs> I think I think the idea was to encourage everyone to, hey, we're all holding, don't sell, nobody sell. Uh, we're all just going to hold until we hit 100,000. Of course, that didn't work out because, as we know, there's been a big pull-off, uh, pullback, and... Uh, it's the, it's the game stoppers of, uh, or the, the Wall Street bets of, of crypto then, huh? That's right, of, of Twitter, yeah. If, if anyone out there wants laser eyes on their profile picture, I'd be happy to uh, do that for you. I, I should probably do that for ours, somehow incorporate uh, laser eyes into our profile yeah, picture. come on. Um, maybe that's why it, it, there's a pullback, because we, we weren't supporting that. Exactly. Headline number two, Coinbase has received a new valuation for its direct listing at above $100 billion. So Coinbase is one of the largest crypto exchanges. It's the largest in uh, the U.S. Um, and it'll be the first crypto exchange that gets listed on the stock market. And so they are going to be doing their direct listing. They haven't released a date yet. Uh, but it's just received a new valuation for over $100 billion, which would put each individual share at around $375. So does, uh, this, this might be a dumb question, but does Coinbase have a coin? It does not, no. So like what being, if it was $100 billion market cap, what wouldn't that make it like the third biggest crypto? Uh, if it, as far as market cap compared to other market caps? Yeah, I, I suppose so, yeah. That's pretty big. <laughs> An exchange being the third biggest. It's true. Yeah. Market cap. So right now the, the right now the third biggest crypto is actually Binance, which is a crypto okay. exchange, but it's not on okay. the, it's not, you know, on the stock market. Binance is actually um banned from the US <laughs> um because of regulations. But uh, yeah, but but that's actually a crypto coin that Binance has that it's right. selling. Ooh. How much is that one? What's the market cap on that one? 
Uh, 38 billion. Oh, man. So it's over twice as much. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like Robin Hood, right? They're expected to have their IPO, I think, soon. They, I think they were going to do it a lot earlier, but because of this <laughs> whole uh, GameStop thing, I, I, I don't know if it's such a good idea. I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. But uh, I think they're expected to be like $40 billion, you know, and they're a huge exchange. Mm. Um, yeah. I think tr- Charles Schwab is somewhere like over $100 billion. I mean, so it seems pretty high to me, at least, if, especially for an IPO, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I would think so. So anyway, so would you buy, are you interested in buying Coinbase once it lists? Uh, I don't know about that valuation, but maybe at some point. So you're interested in it, but not at that price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was I was all for it until I saw the price and saw that valuation and thought, oh, that's seems a little steep, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a great time to to go public because of how amazing crypto is doing right now. Like, imagine if you, you know, went public, like. <laughs> Right after December 2017, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, so they're waiting for the perfect opportune time, you know? Yeah, for sure. And and this this valuation, they're saying, doesn't even include this most recent uh, run of Bitcoin. And and so, yeah, they're they're making a lot of money, and they're they're in the headlines because of Bitcoin, kind of riding Bitcoin's tailcoats. Interesting. So, so something to watch for. We still don't know the date, but that should be hopefully announced in the near future. Headline number three, a new survey shows that 5% of corporate CFOs plan to buy Bitcoin in 2021. And so this is an interesting little um, survey I found. 5% may not seem like a whole lot, but you have someone like Tesla, who just uh, made a bunch of headlines by making a big splashy purchase of Bitcoin. And I imagine it sounds like we're going to be seeing more of this. Uh, more companies using some of their spare cash to buy Bitcoin. Um, oh, absolutely. I, I know I know I've seen a lot of people say that you know once crypto hits a total market cap of two trillion dollars, people would feel more comfortable <laughs> in getting involved and and it was it had gone up to 1.6, 1.7 trillion, I think before this recent pullback. Uh, uh, that's that's the magic number, huh? I guess that's the magic number. So I yeah. I love it when people like just throw numbers out there, like they <laughs> know, like oh this number. As soon as it hits this, like they had, they don't know. Well, it hasn't been reached yet. Well, I, that number was specifically because of a survey of people that you know, they had surveyed. Uh, when would you feel comfortable getting in? <laughs> to, yeah. We'll see uh, if that actually happens though. But anyway, it's interesting. So th- there's also another headline related to this of of how Tesla, uh, I'm sure this was all before the, the big pullback of a couple of days recently, but um, Tesla made more profit from its Bitcoin purchase than all of 2020 car sales that it had. That's crazy. So it, Tesla is a car sale company. I mean, it, may, it sells cars, but yet they maybe, would have made more off, off this Bitcoin investment. Maybe they should uh, just follow off after MicroStrategy and just focus on uh investing in bitcoin instead of selling <laughs> their actual change, product change the business model scrap, scrap the, the electric <laughs> vehicles and let's just get to what's really important here how, how can they incorporate crypto into their tesla vehicle right like isn't there a way <laughs> computer you know you could just pull up your yeah your, uh, 
Bitcoin on your screen on your car or something like that. Check the price of it and and do some trades on your your dashboard. <laughs> Maybe we turn into like a, a Bitcoin ATM so you can just stick your cash into your car and there then you it go. converts it, exchanges it. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, they did make it so you could buy Tesla with Bitcoin. That's it's true. That's that's, that's, that's along this the right steps. You know, it, I found it interesting how it seems like be, ever since Tesla has done this, um, its stock seems to kind of be following. Uh, the price of Bitcoin. And so right, I, I wonder right. if we'll see more of that as these companies like MicroStrategy, for example, totally follows the price of Bitcoin. Um, yeah. So as, as these companies start buying in, you know, do we see more of a correlation with, with Bitcoin and does Bitcoin start uh, kind of directing the price movement of these other companies that are unrelated? Yeah, it makes sense somewhat, right? Because obviously it's on their balance sheet. And depending on what their balance sheet looks like, that's going to make their stock price, you know, more or less attractive. But I think it was like, what was it, like 15, 10 to 15% of their cash they had on their balance sheet that they invested into Bitcoin, I think. Which, I mean, think of it, that's quite a bit of their cash. But as far as their overall, you know, net worth, their balance sheet, like that's <laughs> doesn't seem like very much to be, you know, directly correlated. So... But yeah, there's definitely got to be some kind of link, and it'll be interesting, like you said, to, to kind of see how how that reacts over time. It's true, but I mean, if they're doubling their profit, more than doubling their profit, uh, just with Bitcoin, I mean, that, that becomes a big part of their profit, right? <laughs> That's true. That is a good point. They're, they're yeah, because it's just cash. Yeah, and so yeah. it's like, yeah, you're right. Anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll see uh, what I mean. I've, so now people are going crazy of speculating what the next company is that's going to buy Bitcoin, and I've seen so many people with inside knowledge that it's going to be Apple, and so we'll see. <laughs> they wish, they hope. <laughs> well, and I think uh, Square. I mean, obviously they've been kind of a big proponent of crypto, but I think they just reported earnings and they just did like a two hundred. $50 million purchase of Bitcoin or something like that? Something like that, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. So that would be interesting. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more. We we kind of expected that, especially after companies like MicroStrategy and Tesla and Square. Like, those are big, big companies. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see who is the, the next big name to make a splash. Headline number four. The big banks are buying into crypto but they're not buying Bitcoin or Ethereum. They are buying Polkadot. That was a long headline. Uh, so this is a report how Goldman, Goldman Sachs and uh, JP Morgan, some of the big banks are actually buying into crypto-related products, um, but they're buying into ones that are not necessarily tied to Bitcoin or Ethereum. They're actually buying into Polkadot, which is one of those Ethereum killers that we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, and it's just interesting how they would be kind of looking over the top two crypto and just heading over to that, to, to Polkadot there. Interesting. I wonder if how much this is tied to like their, like the CEOs and their relationships with certain people. You know what I mean? Like who is the uh, creator of Polkadot again? What's his oh, name? Gavin Wood. Yeah, I wonder if like mm. he knows somebody or has gotten in touch with Jamie Diamond or whatever, or maybe remember, I think you've talked about this in the past. But Jamie Diamond, you know, the CEO of Chase, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, 
uh, he at one point <laughs> didn't he call Bitcoin like a scam? And yes. Like, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's his promise of saying, "Oh, I'm not buying into Bitcoin. I'm, <laughs> you know, looking into Polkadot instead." <laughs> I, I thought he had walked back that comment recently. Yeah, I think he did. He but, probably did. But, but but yeah, that's true. Maybe that's you know he's just stubborn and refuses to buy Bitcoin, but will buy some other crypto related product. Bitcoin's a scam, but polka dot. <laughs> no, that's not a scam. <laughs> oh, along with that, we just recently heard from uh, Chairman, you know, Jerome Powell, Fed Chair. Uh, he was asked, I think, by like Congress or whoever he's talking to, about the digital dollar, and he mentioned, he said that they were working on it, and it's a big priority for them, um, and. Uh, they're not going to be the first, he said. <laughs> he, which obviously there, you know, there's been others already, so they're far, you know, far behind. But he said that uh, they wanted to make sure to do it right because we're the, <laughs> you know, the U.S. is the world reserve currency, and so yeah, that's a politician way of saying, yeah, oops, we we slept on the job here and fell behind. But uh... right, exactly. Which I mean, if you think about it, it's like. We're already digital, basically. Like nobody really has cash, you know. And so, I think a lot of people, a lot of crypto people, and let me know if you think the same way, though, Ryan. Is they think okay, if if there's going to be a digital dollar, it's going to be a lot easier for them to just start adding dollars into the system and just adding it to people's digital wallet, right? They mm -hmm. can just literally say, okay, it's in your wallet now. Right. Uh, you have, you know. $2,000 checks in there. And I, I heard that they could potentially say, hey, we'll take that the stimulus check away out of your wallet if you don't actually spend it. And so they could control mm. what you actually spend it on. So a lot of people think it sounds like we're, you know, Bitcoin and crypto are like excited because they're like, oh, this is going to be awesome because this is going to make it really easy for the U.S. government to spend, 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 which only helps Bitcoin and crypto's, you know, uh, whole stance on, you know, being a hedge against basically the dollar, you know? And so, yeah, it would be interesting, yeah, to see see what happens. Yeah, and I've heard people use this uh, as an excuse to say, you know, this it's going to almost like compete with Bitcoin, these digital dollars, which which doesn't make sense to me because Bitcoin is the whole idea is to be decentralized and these, these, you know, digital dollars are centralized. Right. And so it's, it's two different concepts. Yes. It's digital money, but, but it's not the same thing. It's more comparable to like stable coins, which exist in crypto. Um, right. Right. But, but this is just a centralized currency that, you know, that the fed can control more directly. I also heard estimates that it would save, I don't remember the exact figure, but it would save them like hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in these stimulus checks to be able to distribute it digitally versus having to track down and send out checks and all this, all the stuff that goes into distributing these stimulus yeah. checks. If you could just instantly do it digitally, it would save tons of money. Um, right. Just being Making able to do it that. easier. Yeah. Keep, keep adding those dollars in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll just throw this in here. You know, the, the um, new U.S. Tr Treasury Secretary. Uh-huh. Um, Janet Yellen. Yes, Yellen. She has always been 
she's been pretty vocal about how she's not a fan of Bitcoin and how she thinks it's used uh, in large part for criminal activity and it's very inefficient. And both of those yeah. things are, I mean, th- the inefficient thing is very true, but the, the criminal thing, I don't know if that's necessarily fair, but, but know, she also made joke. that, yeah, she also made that statement this week as well. And so a lot of right. our government officials speaking out about it and uh, we get a little pullback because of that. So it's interesting to see how, yeah. what kind of effect that may have had on its price. Headline number five. Yet another NFT sells for over a million dollars. So I'm going to try and not talk about NFTs so much, but I, I just find this space so fascinating how people are spending tons of money on these digital collectible items. And so this most recent one was, uh, I mean, you have, to, you have to Google this. It's a CryptoPunk number 4156, and it's basically a pixelated ape with a bandana on his head. Um, is that a bandana on his head, Brian? It looks like it. Yeah, a blue bandana on his head. Um, it, it looks like a picture that a six-year-old could do in about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's a 24 by 24 resolution image. And someone bought it for $1.25 million. Oh my goodness! And and uh, I'm telling you, this NFT stuff is just. At what point is is too far? Too far? I mean, what is the, what is this person gonna do with a 24 by 24 pixelated ape man, uh, that he bought for a million dollars? Is he really gonna be able to resell that? No, no. <laughs> it's just this is pure like speculation and like. That's the kind of environment we live in right now. Is like SPACs, these NFTs, like they're just it I feel like if anything's in a bubble, it's got to be these kind of stuff. Like it's going to end bad, <laughs> especially this N- NFTs. Like I can st- I can see them being around for a long time, but for this kind of, you know, for, for what did you say over a million bucks? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not going to end well for people that buy these that high. I mean, at some point the party's going to stop and, yeah. and and one of these people are going to end up with a million dollar pixelated ape that someone else could do easily. I mean, totally. It kind of reminds me, did you hear about uh uh the Churchill? It's, I think it's a SPAC. It's like CCIV is the ticker. Uh-uh. It's a uh, for uh Lucid Motors. It's like a EV, you know. Of course it is. Uh play. <laughs> Okay. So it like, you know, it's a SPAC, right? And so it was, it was supposed to do this merger with uh, Lucid Motors, which is like a highly anticipated EV, you know, company, and and people are really excited about it. And so this SPAC just goes insane, you know, before they even announce anything, right? <laughs> just speculation. It's supposed to go through. Anyway, it goes up like hundreds of percents and then as soon as they announce that uh the deal is done or that it's a you know gonna happen it sells off today like 45 percent whoa what (laughs) everybody thought it was gonna skyrocket you know once it actually was done and but it's you know buy the rumors sell the news you know and so (laughs) i think we're gonna start seeing a lot of that stuff happen especially with like the spac and who knows with these NFTs, you know, what's going to happen. But it seems like a lot of these bubbles are going to start 
popping, I think, in the next little bit. Yeah, this game of hot potato. Someone's got to exactly. be. Someone's got to be the one with the the hot potato in the end. Yeah, it's not gonna be me. <laughs> I I mean, some of me, part of me wishes that it was me. I mean, there is some novelty to being able to say you you threw around that much money <laughs> for some worthless piece of digital art. But there's some there's some guy on on Twitter who uh, is he gets involved in the NFTs and he buys them for you know, $30,000, $40,000. But then since it's an NFT, you can do whatever you want with it. And he decides to destroy his, burn his. And so like what? Lindsay Lohan, I guess, is into NFTs. She's making her own now. I don't know of if you knew she that. Is. And uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, and so she has her own line of NFTs. And um, so this guy goes and buys an NFT and then he burns it. Or he, in other words, he destroys it forever. So that no one can ever have it. And he's, I don't remember how much, tens of thousands of dollars that he spent on this just so that he could burn it. He also Why? did one for Mark Cuban. I think, I don't know if I mentioned this. Mark Cuban has his yeah, own NFTs mention, yeah. and he burnt his. Uh, anyways, it's. Is it supposed to be like a statement to <laughs> NFTs? Like, what is this? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's, it. a, I don't know if it's a statement to the NFTs or the person that is creating. I think it's more a statement to Mark Cuban or Lindsay Lohan. It's a way of, you know, dissing someone by uh, burning their digital art that they paid tens of thousands of dollars for. <laughs> I don't know. Paying for the oh, right to be able man. to destroy it. And those are your headlines for this week. Join us again next week for another roundup of your headlines in the investment world. Uh, you can also catch us on uh, the socials on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Fool's Gold, that's G-O-A-L-E-D. But until next time, Brian, I'll talk to you later. See you later.